Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Thursday. It's 530 October 26. Thank you so much for getting up with us. Joining us this half hour just for you guys who are up early, headed to work, headed to school, headed home from work, headed home from wherever we are here for you guys. Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you, you doing over there in your in your studio over there? How are things? Doing good. Um, this morning, my my daughter, she got up before I got up. She um, They left for a field trip, her class. They are headed to Disneyland this morning. Awesome. So my husband actually got up because it was like 15 minutes. She got up 15 minutes before I w- my alarm was supposed to go up. So I kind of I heard them um, getting ready and stuff. But uh, yeah, so they're on the road. They're probably pretty far along. I'm not sure exactly what time they left. But yeah, it's uh, it, it, it was kind of an earlier morning. But I, I mean, I just I felt so bad for her because she was like really torn on going um, her final volleyball game. Uh, for the season is today and so she's missing it and so she told her coach like a week ago she's like I'm sorry I'm not going to be there for our final game Um, this this is a school related field trip that I'm going on and yes it's Disneyland but it's like they actually have to go to a conference they have like oh they do things they yeah. just like ride and no, rides it's not just ride rides they have to go to a conference that lasts like four hours like there's there's school stuff there and so apparently yesterday, like her boss, like she messaged that, left her on red, never responded. Apparently at, at practice yesterday, he like called her out in front of the whole team. It was like, you know, some people's commitment to this team is just not what it should be. And just because you made the team this year, maybe now you won't make it next year. Nothing's guaranteed. And uh, like her, one of her teammates goes, I think we all know who you're talking about here. He's like, yeah, well, I'm just saying. And he was like mad at her for having to do this school trip. And she came home. She's like, maybe I shouldn't go. And I'm like, no, you, this is school. You're, yeah, it's, it's school like, is first. Yeah. You're going. And she's like, I just, I don't want to not make the team because of this. And I'm like, no, you're going, you're going and you're going to have a great time. And you know what? 
whatever, you know, but I'm, I'm so sorry that, that you have to miss some, a game for school. That's just how it goes. Yeah, at the end of the day too, it's a, it's a school function. Even if she did miss the game for something, a family related event, but still it's like, it's a school function. It's not like she's going, Hey, I'm going to Disneyland just to have fun coach. You got good luck on your final game. Yeah. She was like, uh, so I, I felt bad for her cause she's going, she should be excited to go. But part of her was just like, Oh man, maybe I shouldn't go. But I was like, that's messed up. And and then I was like, do you want me to say something? She's like, no, don't. And I was like, okay, good. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, go. I actually r- really wanted to, and she she wouldn't let me. And I was just like, it just, I, it, it was really, it kind of put a damper on something that should be really fun for her. I could totally see it too. And, and Brooklyn's dedicated to her sports and everything else. So I can see how it would, how it would affect her. I remember ninth grade playing football, junior high, brand new school. And it was like I, the first two weeks of practice. I'm the smallest guy on the team, but never missed a practice. I was there every single day. And then I skipped a pra- practice to do a school project. I was taking a media class and I had to film like we had to like uh, make this video and I, my video was about water so after school I went and filmed like rivers and, and lakes around and ponds around my house to make my video about water and the next day I was getting heat from a coach but that coach was the class I had to do the video for that you and I'm like you missed his uh, practice because you were doing work for his for class. his class and uh. I, was, I said coach but you know just I took it off so I can do the uh the, the video that was due and he's like well you have the weekends and stuff to do that video I'm like uh, okay, I, I I understand you're frustrated, but at the same time, I skip practice to do the video for you. Yeah, I, I I know. I always thought like, and they even said this in like the parent meeting, like never use uh, school as an excuse for sports. Always school comes first. That school comes first, and then it's like, wait a second, what happened to that? Yeah, you know? that goes out the window. I guess apparently sometimes. Yeah. No, today's trip is this is a one and done. They'll be back tonight, or they spend the no, night. No, they're actually spending the night, so they'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, so that's it's cool. A, it's a two day thing. Yeah, they have meetings and there's some sort of workshops and stuff, and then they obviously get to go and enjoy the park too. But yeah, it's not just all like fun and games. It's actually uh, uh, I think a great is involved in some aspect of it too so is there chaperones that go out there on the- oh yeah yeah teachers go with them and and uh they get to stop at eddie eddie world oh, uh, yes. this morning for breakfast i'm gonna look on my find my friend and see where they're at uh, they're hit, heading down the i-15 in nipton california uh, uh, so they're not that far along no they must have got a late start what the <laughs> heck <laughs> why'd you get up so early yeah seriously they're early in you're passing <laughs> oh, nipton they're, right now no, they're just about to hit baker okay they're, that, that sounds so, right okay they got a little bit of uh, <laughs> i'm like wait a second did <laughs> we just get you there extra early what's going on here they're at state line right now <laughs> yeah mm. exactly all right well we are going to get the show started it is time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear they're playing by our song by Trenere. Do you want to hear Counting Blue Cars by Dishwalla? Here over and over by Nelly. Those are your choices. Get your uh, votes in right now. You can do that a couple of ways. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or just text or call us right now at 702-364-9400. We are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. 
completely frightens you. There's an infestation in my neighborhood and I am afraid to go outside. We'll talk about that coming up next, but first, the votes are in and over and over by Nelly is the pre-show you pick up. You choose the music. You pick it, we play it. It's Mercedes in the morning, pre-show you pick up. been in a panic around my home ever since uh, the day before yesterday. We go on walks every night and is there something small that just really freaks you out? Like teeny tiny, shouldn't bother you, bothers you. For me, it's bees. Bees freak me out. I'm very scared of them. Um, I, when there's one around, I usually, I, I try to walk away calmly cause I know that they can like smell fear. And if you're swatting around, they'll probably come after you, but man, they freak me out. So we're getting ready to go on our walk. Uh, the other day where we pass our house, we pass our neighbor's house and then we we walk under this tree and we hear this like, it sounded like a car engine. Like that is minimal compared to what we sounded. It sounded like we live next to some like power plant these are intense bees then i mean and so i stop and i'm like i look at man i'm like what is that and he's like i don't know and we both look up and this tree is covered in bees covered like you know do you remember the guy in the guinness book of world records that had the bee beard yeah absolutely yes this tree had a bee beard they were hanging on top of each other that kind of they were like clumps Uh of them and i'm like i go oh my god and then i we just like i started running i was like so scared he's like don't run and i was like oh my gosh and it was just like the scariest thing is there some sort of bee infestation happening right now because when I po- I posted something about that on my Instagram and I got a message from one of our coworkers and she's like, girl, the same thing happened to me. I walked under a tree and it was just infested with bees like they're all over the place right now. I had a tree uh, on my walk. It wasn't didn't sound as bad as yours, but it was one tree that was infested over. This was over the summer, though. I'd say this was probably late August, mid-August. I saw this thing and it was there one day and I was fascinated by it. I stopped. There was enough distance where they weren't near me and I could watch the bees and I was taking pictures of it. But the next day, they were gone. It's It was a one-night infestation. It's like they, that was their home for the night. And then for whatever reason, something happened. And the next day, I don't know if they moved to another place. Or I've, I've heard if you have a swarm and you're at, outside at, around your house, just wait. Because most likely the swarm will move at some point, And that's the best thing to do. Oh, okay. So we went on another walk last night. And we completely avoided that tree. Like, we went a different route uh-huh. because I was afraid of that. But maybe I should go check. Maybe well, they just stopped. Maybe it was like a, the Motel 6 for the night, and <laughs> they, then they moved on. They're on the road. When I say swarm, because I remember when, when uh, back east in our backyard, there was just a swarm of bees. They weren't on a tree. They were just hovering in a certain area. This is like a, They weren't attached to a tree, and that's what I consider a swarm. They were just in a certain area. And we called someone, and they're like, just, just wait. Just give it a couple hours. See if that swarm moves. And the swarm did. They weren't attached to anything. I don't know if that means the same thing because my bees were gone. Maybe they'll move. I don't know. Yeah, they're moving along. What's the next stop on their journey? But that is freaky. Just the sound alone when you're walking. Oh, it was terrifying. Have you ever been attacked? Like, okay, stung by a bee is one thing, but have you ever been attacked by bees? Like, that is probably my worst fear 
is getting attacked by a swarm of bees. I just the thought of it. It makes my heart rate go up. I Have you ever been attacked by bees? I've been stung many times by bees, hornets, growing up back east. I've had it all, but only one at a time. I couldn't imagine the one sting, and it's exactly what it is for me. I don't have an allergic reaction. It's a stinger, like, ah! But having dozens of that happening at the same time, I would not want to feel that. We were at a friend's house over one summer, and I can't remember if it's my brother or the friend that did it, but there was a beehive there. And one of the those dummies took a rock and hit the beehive. Oh, yeah. So they all came, like, flying out. So we have to jump in the pool. <laughs> Which is the worst thing. stay underwater. That's the worst thing to do because they wait. They have nowhere to go. Oh, yeah. They were just kind of like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. They eventually did go away. No one got stung. But it was like that just gives me anxiety. I think that's what traumatized me when it comes to bees. <laughs> that is such a kid thing. We kick soccer balls at them, baseballs. But yeah. Oh, it's terrible. They'll hover. Like, you got to come up for air sometime. And we'll be here you when you do it. but you can't hide. <laughs> it's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1946. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Thursday, October 26th. Thanks for joining us. We love having you here. It's 6 o'clock and yes, show number 1946. Let's go back to the year 1946. The 18th Academy Awards. Happened on March 7th, 1946 at the Grauman's Chinese Theater in Hollywood. And Jimmy Stewart was fresh from his military service in World War II and he served as host. Just got back, hosted the Grammys. So Joan Crawford won that year for Best Actress for her role in Mildred Pierce. And that was like her comeback in Hollywood. And she actually accepted her award in bed because she was sick. And they had like people there... At her house while she was Via sitting satellite in bed. in 1946? Yeah, they were. It, and, and a lot of people now are saying they were, that was a complete publicity stunt. I went and Googled the pictures. And uh-huh. There she is looking beautiful sitting in her bed <laughs> accepting this Academy Award. I'm like, oh, come on, girl. Like, no one looks at that, like that sick in bed. Come okay, on. Hold on. Let's see if she looks like, all glammed up. <laughs> yeah, Google Joan Crawford Oscar in bed and see see how beautiful she looks. Let's see here. <laughs> it's it's got to be a publicity stunt, don't you think? Oh, my gosh. She looks stunning. <laughs> I know. It's like, come on. Oh, I- I'm sick. I won't be able to make it, but feel free to bring your cameras here. I'll be All ready smiles. Oh, they got photographers there, too. There's one of photographers, like paparazzi, taking glamour yeah, shots. She's exactly. got the light. She's on the old-fashioned telephone. Hello. Yes. <laughs> yes, my dear. I just won. Also, in 1946, the Los Angeles Rams signed Kenny Washington, the very first African-American player in the NFL um, the United States tried to purchase Greenland from Denmark in 1946. The price they offered a hundred million dollars. That didn't happen. Um, the Magic Eight Ball. Dear Lord, this seems like a very low price. <laughs> I know, very very low. The Magic Eight Ball was invented in 1946, and uh, oh, this was t- this is terrible. A tidal wave hit Hawaii on April 1st, 1946, and a lot of people actually ignored the tidal warnings thinking that it was an April Fool's Day prank. Oh, no. Yeah. That disaster, it killed 159 people and caused $26 million in damages. Oh, my gosh. I know. Like, the date couldn't have been worse. And then also on in 1946, 7-Eleven changed its name from Totem into 7-Eleven. 
emphasizing their new hours, 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., seven days a week. I didn't know it used to be called Totem. Same here. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like a late start still. 11 p.m., staying out late, but 7 a.m.? Want to get my coffee and stuff back in 1946. We're going to stop. I think 1946, they weren't like, it wasn't as, uh, as like it is now. That's true. You know? It's probably more 9 to 5. It's probably get up at 6.30, making the way to the office around 8.30 or so. I bet like the radio morning shows didn't start until 7 a.m. Oh, they had no pre-show yeah. back in 1946. Yeah. They're like, yeah, good morning. This is John the Boss <laughs> Jenkins here, getting you through your day. Hey, Mercedes, you see Joan Crawford in bed? My gosh, she looks stunning. Yes, but my, that was such an a, an amazing performance from her in her bed. You sound like such a Hollywood starlet. I, I, feel like, I feel like they would sound like the, the, a Hollywood starlet on the, on the morning Absolutely. show. Absolutely. Coming up, what do we have on our wonderful morning show today? Well, I'll tell you what we do have is we got those tickets to go see Awakening. And that's happening about 15 minutes when you win Heads Up. And we also have What's Trending. What do you have for us? Well, Brittany is thanking fans. Now you can smell like Beyonce and Barbie fans. Three characters from this hit TV show are now getting their own lookalikes. That's all coming up in What's Trending. Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the hot topic. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix 94.1. Britney Spears is trending this morning. Her memoir, The Woman in Me, was just released on Tuesday, and Brittany is thanking her fans. She's thanked them on social, saying, it's happening. My book is the highest-selling celebrity memoir in history, and it's only one day. Her Instagram post caption thanks the fans who've been so supportive. She says she loves you all. She's also being supported by fans through Spotify and YouTube as her library has had received over 7.1 million streams yesterday, just the day after the book was released. She um, she received an advance on that book for twelve and a half million dollars just for writing it, which is pretty much going to be covered as she gets 25% of the net profits from the sale of the book. So she's going to probably cover that and more and get some in addition to that. So far, more than 400,000 copies have been sold, but experts believe that number could pass a million. Oh, I'm sure it'll, it'll bump up as more people are talking about the book. My wife, Laura, she downloaded the uh, the audiobook. She bought the audiobook with Michelle Williams doing the read. And and I got home last night. I heard this voice upstairs. I'm like, what is that? I went upstairs, and she has she's playing the audiobook as she's doing some chores and stuff around the house. And we ended up, while we're eating dinner, because I got hooked into the thing, listening to it during dinner. And we got up to the point where she's joining the Mickey Mouse Club, is where she is in her life right now. But it's it's fascinating it's real interesting yeah i ordered it on um amazon i haven't gotten it yet but i'm excited to read it i think that's going to be like my weekend i'm gonna Mm -hmm. sit down and read that one and and uh just i've been seeing bits and pieces and a bunch of tiktoks on certain excerpts and man it's not good to be Justin Timberlake right now. I know. As we're, as we're eating dinner, I'm like, can we fast forward to the Justin stuff? And oh, wife's like, no, we need to listen to the man. book. We'll get, we'll get to it eventually. We'll get to that point. Man, according to her, he did some pretty messed up stuff. So, yeah, that is trending this morning. Also trending this morning is Beyonce. Queen B has officially unveiled her new fragrance. It's called Sainte Noir. Loosely translated, it means this black in um, French. The scent was crafted and designed by Beyonce herself. It contains top notes of clementine and golden honey, 
heart notes of rose absolute and jasmine. It's it, it sounds like it smells really good. It comes in a chrome silver bottle and it's available for 160 bucks. So not super cheap. Um, you can pre-order it now at parfum.beyonce.com for shipping in November, just in time for the holidays. This is her first fragrance since her rise scent in 2014. What's the, because I don't wear cologne. Laura doesn't really wear perfume. What's like the ballpark, like a, like a, a decent perfume? Are you talking 50 bucks, 75 um, bucks? It's, you know, I I wear one perfume and one perfume only, and I don't think it's like on the high end. Um it's well, I actually have two perfumes, but I only wore one on special occasions, and that's my Taylor Swift. Uh, what was it Wonder Wonder? Do you, do you know what I'm talking about, Steph? It's in a purple bottle, the Taylor Swift one. Wonderstruck? Wonderstruck. Yeah, yeah I, that's my special occasion. <laughs> <laughs> but my everyday one, it's called Coco Extreme, and it's by Comptoir Sud Pacifique, and it's $85 okay. for a bottle of that. So, I, I mean, that's that's the one I wear. I don't know about other perfumes. I don't know what, yeah, Laura wears, and, and when she does wear it, she'll come down. I'm like, oh, you got your pretty juice on. She's like, oh, stop it. I'm like, smells good. You smell really good with it. Your pretty juice is a special occasion. Yeah, you know, we're going to go do some fun. Oh, she's gonna... got the juice on. Yeah, that's how I am with my wonder stuff. <laughs> Matt's like, what are you wearing? I'm like, my Taylor Swift perfume. <laughs> What's the ACDC Thunderstruck? That's what I envisioned. Yeah. You've been wonderstruck. Wonderstruck. <laughs> um, and then finally this morning, Ted Lasso and Barbie are trending. Believe the hit show has teamed up with Barbie to make dolls inspired by three of your favorite characters. There is a Barbie doll inspired by Ted himself, played by Jason Sudeikis. Also, the team owner, Rebecca Rebecca Welton, played by Hannah Waddingham, and team PR consultant Keely Jones, played by Juno Temple. You can buy all of the dolls at Mattel Creations. The Ted Lasso doll is actually available right now. It'll ship immediately. The Rebecca doll ships on November 10th. The Keely doll ships on December 8th, and that is what's trending. Coming up next, we do have Heads Up, and when you win, you're going to get tickets to go see Awakening at the Win Las Vegas. It happens in three minutes. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. All right, let's get our contestant. It's Nancy, your caller 20. Good morning. Thanks, guys. Good morning. Let's get you uh, these tickets to see Awakening at Win Las Vegas. We have two categories for you to choose from this morning. They are... Where are they? Uh, <laughs> um, what are the categories? Uh, uh, Katy Perry and selfie oh, stick. Oh, that is a category. Yes. I was like, wait, what is that? That's, okay, yes. <laughs> Katy Perry or selfie stick? Which one do you want to go with? Um, Selfie stick. Selfie stick it is. Okay, October is Photographer Appreciation Month. These are all things associated with taking a picture, okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right. She is married to a photographer. This yes, is good. This is yes. True. And tell Matt I appreciate him. <laughs> 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, Nancy, and you win. You start now. This goes off if it's too dark. You want to make sure this turns on. Flash. Yes. This is when I take a picture of me. Shopping. Yes. This is um, sometimes you have a big one of these so you can really zoom in. You put this on your camera. Uh, uh, you, you a put lens? a, a pull, yes, uh, yes, uh, yes, a lens. Uh, this is uh, what a, a really big lens will do. It allows you to do this. Zoom in. Yes. This is um, if you want to set up your camera to take a picture, but you don't want to hold it, you set up one of these. A uh, timer. Yeah. A, a what? 
She said a tripod. Don't timer? No, she said timer. I think she said tri bar and they said tri. Oh. Uh, let's pass. But she did say timer, and that's the next one. Okay, so, yeah, there you um, go. Sometimes they don't take photos, they take this instead. And it's live um, action. A video. Yes! yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that had potential to be a disaster right there. But it was not. You won. Congratulations, Nancy. Yeah. Oh, you got a crowd there. Who's with you, Nancy? It's my son, Christopher. He, he wants to say hi. Hi. Hi, Christopher. Are you going to school this morning? Yeah. Where do you go to school? O'Callaghan. Shout out, O'Callaghan. Yeah. Christopher's coming to school. He's coming. He's going, he's going to awakening with his mom, maybe, if she <laughs> decides to take him. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay. I guess I got to take my son. Hey, yes, you guys got tickets to go see Awakening at the Wynn Las Vegas. And then check this out. Coming up next hour, we've got Mercedes in the Morning's Mega Minutes. And when you win that, you're going to get tickets to go see Katy Perry. That happens at 7.30. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. We got a text this morning from Tony. And he texted us something that I was like, wait, what? You have to call. And I'm so glad you did, Tony. How are you? I am great. How are you? So good. So last night, tell us what you did and tell us what happened. So last night, uh, I took my wife to go see U2, and that place is unbelievable. It's just, the sphere is incredible. You have to go if you haven't been yet. How was it getting in and getting out of the sphere? Uh, out is a nightmare. A nightmare. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's honest, yeah. you know. <laughs> okay, the so. Traffic, the foot traffic is a problem getting out of there. Other than that, it was easy to get in and easy to get out with the car, but as far as getting out of the sphere itself, was difficult. Okay. Well, I guess you probably didn't care much after what you saw, right? No, it was a phenomenal show. Um, and about halfway through, he stops and he sits there and starts talking. And all of a sudden, Lady Gaga appears. And they uh, have they do three songs together. Um, uh, all I Want Is You, Desire, and then Shallow. And it was unreal. The sound system in that place is unbelievable oh my god whoa so she she wasn't just attending she was on stage singing with them correct she was on stage it was it was awesome my wife was blown away she's a big my wife's a big u2 fan and uh it was a great experience for her and um like i said that the sphere is unreal if, if you get a chance to go we've already ran through our heads there some bands that we would love to see perform there and and it would be awesome Tony, I, I saw you two there a couple weeks ago. I, I can't even begin to describe, you know, the sound, the visuals, and I'm a huge U2 fan. What was it like when Gaga came out there on stage? What was the crowd reaction like? What was the pop like when Bono announced that Lady Gaga is there and she walks out and starts singing? It got so loud, like, really loud. Like, people were standing up. Like, we were up in the 400 section, and I, I don't know where you sat, but it's super high. Um we we realized that section 200 are probably the ultimate best viewing area, but it was so loud when she come walking out and um, when they started singing, it was it was unbelievable. That's got to be one of the coolest concert surprises I've ever heard of. Tony, thank you so much for reaching out and letting us know and talking about that. What a cool thing to experience. Hey, you guys are welcome. Imagine. Hearing Bono sing Shallow oh. with Lady Gaga. That's like, yeah, that sounds amazing. I just, I want to go see 
the show so bad. I, I'm not even a big U2 fan. And, you know, every time, like, she was saying, my, my wife's a big U2 fan. And then you were like, I'm a huge U2 fan. And I just keep picturing, like, you guys being, like, seven foot two. These <laughs> 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 really big U2 fans. <laughs> every time someone says that, I picture a really tall person being a fan of the band. Me tall. <laughs> Me like Bono. I like you, too. I'm a giant. <laughs> you ready? It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Did you hear about that mass shooting in Maine? Just awful last night. Oh awful, my awful. gosh. I mean, I, I just it, it's definitely one of the big stories this morning. A shooter went on a rampage in the town of Lewiston, Maine last night, killing and injuring dozens of people. Early reports said that 22 people had been killed by the gunmen. The number believed to have been killed was revised Downward to uh, 16 this morning, the Lewiston Police Department named 40-year-old Robert Carr Card as a person of interest in the shooting, which happened at a bowling alley and a bar in the town of roughly 38,000 people. All municipal buildings and schools are closed today while the manhunt for the shooter continues. Could you imagine the situation? The, uh, the township is sending out notifications. You stay under lockdown. The mass murderer is on the loose, still on the loose. Schools shut down. It's 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 panic there. It's it's just awful. It, it is. They're going to have a um, a press conference here in like uh, I think another hour from right now mm-hmm. our time. So hopefully we'll have more information. But uh, NBC News is reporting that um, a bulletin put out by the Maine Information and Analysis Center uh, said that he was a trained firearms instructor, was believed to be in the Army Reserve. They also said that he had recently reported mental health issues. Um, so that's what they're reporting. We'll wait and find out with the press conference uh, and get you guys more information. That's a hard one to move on to, to something completely different. But let's uh, let's move on to music this morning. Uh, Madonna has officially been certified by Guinness World Records as the biggest selling female recording artist of all Time. I should say she's been recertified because she's held that record since 2009. And here's the thing. No one even comes close. The top five rounded out by uh, Rihanna, Mariah Carey, Taylor Swift, and Beyonce. Now, while Guinness is not giving exact sales figures, it does note that Madonna herself claims to have moved more than 400 million record albums, singles, and digital downloads. So Madonna's reporting this. So are they going on the honor system here? (laughs) Hey, Madonna, how many have you done? Uh, About 400 400 million. Yeah. Uh, That's huge. Okay, who's who's going to catch her? You mentioned some other ladies there. Who's going to be the one? It's not even close. I guess like there's just such a huge gap. Do you think Taylor Swift would be the one to eventually take take that title? Well, Rihanna is is number two right now, but they say like there's just such a huge gap. Like it's just not going to happen. It's not even close. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Who knows? Don't never say never, right? <laughs> yeah, but good for Madonna. That's cool. And now, well, she's the best selling female artist. She's only fourth on the all time list. You want to guess who's above her? Uh, I was Beatles. Something like this. I go Beatles. Beatles is number one. Okay. Um. Elvis. Number two. And there's someone else in there? Yeah. Number three, uh, Beatles, uh, Elvis. Um, Steph, I'm going to tag in. Who do you think it is? Is it Michael Jackson? Yes. Oh, number three. Jackson. Very yeah, good. three big ones right very there. Very good. All right. Finally, uh, this morning, 
Are we got time? Yeah. yeah. Um, going to the movies is about to get a little more mysterious. I kind of like this. I kind of feel like it, it leads for people to be disappointed, but at least one theater chain is going to give it a shot. AMC Theaters has announced a new event. It's called Screen Unseen. And it's going to really change up the the movie going experience. So they they are going to give people the chance to see a never before seen film on the big screen. And there's a surprise twist. The movie will be unveiled at showtime. So you show up and you have no idea what movie you're about to see. Then they'll just (laughs) unveil it for you. The first screen unseen is happening on November 6th. And the only information that they're revealing about the movie is its rating, which is PG-13. People won't know what the feature presentation is until showtime. That experience is going to be available at select locations and will only cost five bucks plus tax. On their website, the Screen Unseen pages also tease, um, look out for screen, Scream Unseen. So the only information given that is if you're a horror fan, keep your eyes peeled for Scream Unseen. Um, they're also encouraging people to go and tweet their thoughts about the movie using uh, their hashtags and stuff. Um, and then they can win some really cool prizes if they do that. But would you would you do that five bucks? You're committing, you know, two, possibly three hours of your time to something that you don't know if it would be something you would normally sign up for. But this reminds me of being a kid because we didn't, we didn't have cable TV or anything. And there was always like the ABC on a Saturday afternoon. It was like the ABC Saturday afternoon matinee movie or something like that was on TV. And I remember like, like coming inside and just turning on the TV and whatever movie was on. And like my sister and I would sit down and watch it. And so there would be some stinkers or some interesting ones. So, yeah, it's kind of like old school style. You, you don't know what you're going to get when you walk in there. It's it's like a, a bubble gum machine, right? Where you- <laughs> Go and and you, they have those plastic balls, and you just really hope that you get like something really cool, like I don't know, a squirt gun or uh, a, pl- a rubber ball, and then you get the temporary tattoo, and you're like, oh. <laughs> you try to trade with your, your, your brother or sister. <laughs> my parents won't let me put this on my body. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't stick anyway. Wash it off after like one washing. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
It's Mix 94.1. I love when people are nostalgic and they collect things from years and years ago. And then one day you go through and you find all these like hidden treasures that you had or things you forgot about. And I don't know if you guys saw Chris Pratt's most recent Instagram post, but he posted a picture of his wife, uh, Catherine Schwarzenegger, and uh, she's she's holding like this cute little trophy that her mom had saved, Maria Shriver, from when she was little, and it was a trophy for most improved two-year-old in swim class. <laughs> two-year-old? <laughs> that her mom kept all these years. And it's like, wow, like she's a grown adult. She has her own kids now. Like, mom, wow, she kept everything Every certificate, every trophy. And so so Chris Pratt asks in his post, he goes, um, real talk. Once your kids goes through that stuff, is it OK to toss it? I mean, do I really do we really need I was on a sports team trophies? Can they be donated, repurposed? How many do we got to keep? Not all of them, right? Any of them? Is there a grading scale? Like, did you win? Were you the champion? Is there a specific sentimental connection? Help me out here. Or do they go back in storage? What do you guys think is like the well, what do you do with your kids stuff for like trophies and ribbons and certificates? Do you keep everything or do you throw it away? Or what What do you do? 702-364-9400. Okay, as a, as a mother of two, what have, you, what have you done through the years? And even like broader reach, too, if, if the girls bring home like an art project in third grade, something Sophie worked really hard on, a beautiful painting. You hang it up on the fridge for a couple of weeks, and then you take it down and toss it? Or do you put it in a box, and all of a sudden after, when they're done, they graduate high school, you've got a gigantic <sighs> box of stuff that they've worked on over the past 10, 12 years. I, I've, man, I, I feel like people are going to come at me on this one, but. It is what it is. So as we started out collecting everything, mm-hmm. literally every sheet of paper, a scratch piece of paper that she practiced her writing on, kept it, kept everything. Then before I knew it, I had like six plastic storage boxes filled with their their school assignments. And then they started getting the plaques and the trophies and all that. And I'm like, I, there's no other place for this stuff. What do I do? So then stuff started coming in like art projects and I started to take a picture of them and then I throw it away. I take a picture, I throw it away. Well, one day my kid throws something in the trash and she looks in there and she sees her art project thrown in the trash and the tears, she was devastated. She's like, why did you throw this away? And I had to play dumb. I go, oh, my gosh how did that get in there no and i'm like wiping off like apple peels and stuff off of it. i'm like that was a mistake so then after that i had to start collecting again and it just it got to be too much so what we do i still have those things but trophies and plaques they got so many plaques like like every year for school they'd get like six plaques <laughs> that's a lot of plaques <laughs> on the back of the plaque thing was this, the name of the plaque place that they got them i called them i said do you want these plaques back that you can repurpose them? And they're like, absolutely. Oh, nice. So we took two boxes of plaques to them 
and said, here you go. So they were able to repurpose them. There's a solution. Recycle yeah. your plaques. Find out where you got your plaques from and take them back. They they were so like, this is great. Like, I can totally understand why you do this. Parents, what do you do? 702-364-9400. Do you throw the stuff away? Do you keep it? Do you have boxes and boxes of stuff? What what do you do? Uh, so no kids. Um, but I, so it was, it's so funny. I, I didn't win that many trophies growing up. Like, I think I won a trophy. Uh, it was like a basketball thing I got. And then some stuff from football and everything. And uh, when I moved, I was 20 when I left Philly to come to Las Vegas. And I just packed up a suitcase and left and left all those belongings behind and never really went back and brought everything, anything back to Las Vegas. But I'll never forget. It was about like four or five years ago. My dad gives me a call. He's like, hey, just heads up. You have a care package coming your way. I'm like, cool. Care package from my family back east. Haven't got one of these in 20 years. What's going to be inside it? And I opened it up and it was all my stuff from my childhood. They had saved it, but I guess they got tired of keeping it in the house. Yeah, it's like it's yours now. Get yeah, yeah. They just mail- so I'm opening it up, and it was it was really cool when I got it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember I remember this. It was a um, I got a, I got a three wheeler when I was a kid, and I remember going to like the ATV store with my dad and getting a flyer of that three wheeler, and I put it in a frame and hung it up in my bedroom, and that was one of the things that was in that box. The pennant from when the Phillies went to the World Series in 1993 was in that box. All these little things from my bedroom and everything. And so I, I kept them. And some of the stuff is hanging up in the garage. We've got like this walk-in closet in our office. Some of that stuff is inside there. The one trophy that I did win is in a box upstairs. So I kept the stuff once my parents sent it to me. But I think they just got tired of having it in the house. Like, we don't want it anymore. And they sent it out to me. Yeah, like, what are they supposed to do with it? Exactly. Now it's up to you whether mm-hmm. or not you want to keep it. We're getting some texts. Uh, this one says, major stuff save until they're 18 or move out. Then you give it to them and they can do with it what they want. This one says, uh, my parents kept everything. I got the boxes. Then I threw most of it out after pictures. This says, uh, my dad, uh, not everything, but a lot of our stuff... Uh, Huh, this doesn't make sense. He gave it all to us to uh, decide what to do with book reports, grades, art, stuff like that. Yeah, like report cards. I keep that stuff. But just like the the plaques and the trophies, there just got to be way too many of those. It starts to stack up. That's a brilliant idea, too, because that plaque thing just probably pop, pop the actual like that metal part off and you reuse that wood and everything, right? To yeah, it. exactly. It was just it was the easiest thing to do. I, d- I just felt bad. Like having your kid call you out on throwing away their prize piece of art artwork, I never will live that down. <laughs> what is this in the trap? I, I don't know. I feel terrible. <laughs> it's Mix ninety four point one Mercedes in the morning. Three, two, one. Back to more of Mercedes in the morning on Mix ninety four point one. Do you? Oh, go ahead. No, sorry. I always forget. You start Take away, my friend. on this one. No, no, no. You go. Go, go, go. Uh, no, I was, just, I was just stunned. You tell me every... He did this every <laughs> single day. Mercedes was telling me something during the commercial break, and, and it's, I find it's hard to believe. Well, I feel like we all try to do things... Um, for our health, right? Like maybe you eat clean or maybe you avoid a certain type of food all in the name of living longer. Like what is it that you do that you think will help you live longer? And do you have like a little hack or a little trick or this is my special supplement that I think will, by taking this, I'll live longer. And what what is it? 702-364-9400. I was telling JC, we got on the topic of Jägermeister. And I was telling you how my grandpa drank a shot of Jägermeister every single morning. And he he lived to be, he was, he was 88 years old when he died. He was four days shy of his 89th birthday. I'd say that's a pretty long 
life. He was healthy. He swam every morning, but he would always say that the key to his longevity and his health was that shot of Jägermeister every single morning. There's medicinal um, there's medicinal property in Jägermeister, and it's not like he was like, shots, 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 you know, in the morning. No, just he, one in the morning. He, he would pour it in a shot glass, and he would sip on it all, uh, during the morning. Like, you know, he probably drank it within a half hour, just take little sips of it. But that was, that was his ritual that he did to live longer, and I think there's something to it. Now, I personally don't really like the taste of Jägermeister, but I guess, I mean... If you, I don't like the taste of medicine either, but you yeah. take it if you yeah. want to get better. I don't know. I, I've thought about adopting that habit, but I don't know how well that would go over with me on the air. Could you take it? Yeah. Hey, hey guys. Well, this makes can... 94.1. <laughs> Some people do that. <laughs> We've known some people who do that. Yes, we have. So what if you did, what if you did the shot at night before you went to bed? Like, you know, after dinner, you sip on it, it relaxes you a little bit. You get the medicinal effects of it. And then you maybe just fall asleep with a nice little deeper sleep. I guess, I guess I could. I just, I, I feel like I do other things. Yeah. Like I take different supplements. I try to avoid certain foods. Um, you know, I don't, I don't eat a hundred percent clean. I'd say I eat. 75 percent clean i i just try to be good most of the time but i'm I'm also not going to deprive myself do you do something like that well just think about like my grandfather his thing was pappy he had chicken noodle soup every single day for lunch it could be summertime july 95 degrees 100 percent humidity in in philadelphia and pappy is doing his chicken noodle soup and pappy lived to gosh he was 96 years old now, he never said that this is the reason why I'm living in 96, but that was his thing. He did every single day for lunch. I remember as a kid going over there, just like clockwork, and it was like Campbell's soup or something. It was just, it wasn't homemade, which is a, a can of chicken noodle soup every day. And I don't know if that was the secret to him living to be 96, but that's a life well lived. Well, you, it makes you wonder if there is something to that. Like, what is everyone's sick food? When you're sick, what do you eat? Chicken noodle soup. There's something about it that makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. And imagine feeling good every day because you have chicken noodle soup. Does anyone have like a, a a thing, a special hack that they take? I mean, like I said, I, t- I do some supplements here and there. But uh, what's what's your hack? And maybe what was your grandparents thing that they did? Did you hear about some people that live to be like a hundred and something and they th- their secret is a Dr. Pepper every day? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like what? <laughs> a Dr. Pepper? What is what is that person who's lived a long life swear by to live a long life? 702-364-9400. Hey, Karen, good morning. Hello. Hey. Hey. What, what's your hack? Spirulina, alfalfa, and kelp. My dad told me to use it, and he's 94. He bowls every day and rides a swim. Whoa. Now, okay, spirulina is the blue stuff, right? It's uh, it's in a supplement I take. Uh, it's like greenish. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the alfalfa and the kelp, is, is all, are all three of those in one supplement that you take, or do you take three different ones? Three different ones. Oh. Are we overlooking? They work directly on your immune system, and they support your immune system. And once your immune system's compromised, that's when you get sick. Well, Karen, this is this is fascinating. You said your 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 father also bowls, rides, and swims every day. 
Mercedes, you said your grandfather swims every day. Swimming. Oh, are we overlooking this, the swimming, the physical activity? That that could be it. I mean, obviously, that, that there's very little resistance uh-huh. to them. No, not hard on your joints. Karen, thank you. Lindsay, do, do you know a secret life hack? Uh, yeah, anytime I start feeling sick, I order papaya salad from a Thai place, and I get it really spicy. It's cold. It's hot at the same time, and it knocks it out every time. I swear by it. Papaya salad. That actually sounds yeah. really good. With the, Like, is. is it spicy? Do they put, like, tahini on it, or what is it? It's, uh, no, it's Thai chilies and basil, Ooh. and it's really good. It's cold, and it's spicy, and it knocks it out. I, I swear. Anyone that's sick right now, please go to your nearest Thai place. What's the name of the place? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a bunch of them. Thai-licious is the best, but that's on the east side. There's Lucky Thai. There's Archie's Thai. Okay, I got I, I, I've been. will make it. I've had this cold for a couple of weeks. I, I'm getting myself some papaya salad Mercedes today. is on her way. <laughs> Are you ready? It's time for Mercedes in the Morning's Mega Minute. Our contestant is on the line. It is Kim. Good morning, Kim. How are you? Good morning. I'm ready. We are ready for you, Kim. This is going to be fun. Katy Perry tickets up for grabs. Okay, here's the deal, Kim. You'll have 60 seconds to answer 10 questions correctly. If you get a question wrong or pass on a question, we'll come back to that question at the end. And the game starts now. What state is Las Vegas located in? Nevada. Yes. What is the color of a stop sign? Red. Yes. What WNBA team just won back-to-back championship titles? The Aces. Yes. What holiday is celebrated on December 25th? Christmas. Yes. What popular movie series features characters like Hermione, Ron, and Dumbledore? Harry Potter. Yes. What pop singer's real name is Robin Fenty? Robin Fenty is um, Rihanna. Yes. What high school subject did Walter White teach in Breaking Bad? Chemistry. Yes. What is the Big Ben? Where is the Big Ben landmark located? London. Yes. What toxic singer just released her memoir book, Woman and Me? Britney Spears. Yes. What is the name of the popular TV game show that Alex Trebek used to host? Jeopardy. Yes. Yes. Jeopardy was my life. I love Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell. What a rhythm. Congratulations, Kim. And you're you're going to go see Katy Perry. The show is on Halloween. Oh, that was intense. There's I like know. 10 seconds left, too. I was, oh my gosh, I was having a hard time reading the questions because I was so excited. When you started getting close, I was like, oh, please get this. You see the finish line in sight. Yes. So you're all set, Kim. Take us to go see Katy Perry, her play residency, October 31st at Resorts World. Congratulations, Kim. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Las Vegas Strip was filled with thousands of culinary union workers yesterday for a rally. Uh, Police warned there would be road closures, traffic delays. There was. And uh, the rally comes as the contract negotiations between Culinary Local 226 continue with MGM Resorts, Caesars, 
and Wynn Resorts. The culinary leaders say there's going to be rallies until they come up with some sort of resolution here. So um, they're asking for better pay, a reduced workload, better workplace safety, and job security. Um, There were dozens of arrests after they refused to clear the roadway on the strip, and it was... Um, part of a civil disobedience rally that that they had, and they say there's more to come. So be on the lookout. Yep. And, and you know what? This the culinary union is so important to this city. This town runs on it. <laughs> God forbid. I th- I think I saw someone's shirt that said like we should only have to have one job or something like mm-hmm. that. And I just I I couldn't agree more. I don't know the ins and outs of this contract, but you know I I, I support you guys. That's it. You are the you are the heartbeat of the city and this tourism the tourism industry here in Las Vegas. So yeah, that's uh there was a lot going on on the strip last night. And uh, the Las Vegas Boulevard and the strip, Las Vegas were always busy, but some big events coming up here mm-hmm. with uh, F one and the Super Bowl, and hopefully um they'll get what they deserve and get everything sorted out before these big events come in town. As you can see last night, they wield a lot of power here in Las Vegas, and uh, they should get what they uh, what they they're asking for. I think. Is there anyone that was down there and? Uh, did- did you get arrested? Are you out this morning? <laughs> like, what happened? Was how, how long do they have to keep you? I thought it was a, like almost like a catch and release. They knew they were going to arrest seventy five okay, people. Okay, they going don't into take it. them down and book them and stuff like that. I don't know. I thought so. I thought I saw something where they were not going to be there that long. And going like into fish? a fish, like yeah, like, you know, you're after you catch release. Ah, look at this one. Okay, now you're done. They said they were uh, arrested up to seventy five people going into the rally. I don't know how many people they ended up arresting, but I think it was like a max of seventy five is what they were going to do. Does anyone know how that works? I oh, I thought that they like literally took them down and booked them and put them in jail. I'm like. That just sucks. No, I know? think it was catch- they may have brought them down and processed them, but then they were out. I believe they, oh, they were out. Yeah, it was catch and release. It's like, what'd you do? I was like, I was on strike. <laughs> what'd you do? Five years later. Much worse. Yeah. You know, like, why like, am I here with you? Yeah. Okay. So thanks for clearing that up. I had no idea on that. Uh, also this morning, I love Southwest Airlines. I mean, you, the, aside from the, the, the boarding groups and stuff, that part sucks. But like, you don't have to pay for your, your bags on there and the prices are pretty decent and now they're doing this they're now offering this bag tracker feature so now you'll know where your luggage is during your trip the carrier is adding this feature to their app and website and it allows flyers to track their suitcases they explain that now on southwest.com in the mobile app you can view the status of your checked bag across three different milestones of checked pieces of luggage confirming when the bag tags are printed when the bags are loaded and when they are unloaded from the aircraft. That's huge. I, anytime we travel, I always try to, to bring a carry-on. But if you do have to check a bag just to know where it is and you're taking off, like, wait, why is my bag still back at Harry Reid and we're taxiing down the runway? That's a cool little feature to have. Yeah, I was really excited when I saw that, too. Uh, JP is on the phone going back to our previous story. Hey, JP, what's up? Hey, how's it going, you guys? Pretty good. Good. Hey, I want to say uh, hi, JP, real fast, if that's okay. Yeah. I used to work at Robert Irvine's public house. I was the bar manager there. And he'd always come in and help me do my beer dinners. So I say hi. Hey, what's up? I remember those JP. They was, we used to host those for the radio station, JP man. JP and JC. Yeah, those, I love it. Dude, those were a lot of fun. It's good to hear from you, man. Yeah, well, it's great. So basically, to kind of answer your question, uh, my girlfriend is a union worker. She works at Bellagio. And she basically found out yesterday that it's kind of a, a ballet act between Metro and the employees. Uh, the employees pretend to get arrested. They throw them in the bus and drive them around the block and bring them back. 
Oh, you're kidding Can't me. Can't you release? <laughs> <laughs> so they don't even really, like, they don't really book them. They just take them for a little ride and then they drop them back off? You know, that that's about as much as I know. So you might have someone else to hear what I'm saying, call in and change the story. I, I don't know. That's what I heard from her. Okay. That, wow. Thank you, JP. That was very insightful. Any one of our Metro friends? <clears throat> you know who you are if you're listening this morning. Can you confirm that? I That's fascinating to me. So they're like, they're on the same side. Metro's like, sorry, man, let's go for a ride. Let's do this. <laughs> zip, zip ties, let's bring you back. That is fascinating. Did you see the people that were getting arrested? They were very happy, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Metro looks so nice. They're yeah. like, hey, they're like gently putting on the zip ties. Oh, I'm one of the 75. I mean, you guys are really pulling back the curtain on this for me. I had no idea that this is how it worked. I And I love how JP put it. It's like a little ballet dance. It's like, <laughs> let me pick you up and take you over here and let's bring you back. I would love some confirmation on that. If anyone can do it, 702-364-9400. But he said they took him for a ride around the block with all the F1 construction <laughs> and the striking. They're still trying to get around the block right now. Oh, like, oh that's my like gosh. two hours later. Man, oh, man. Uh, let's talk to Lana. Lana, good morning. Good morning. Can you uh, give us a little more insight into the culinary uh, union strike? Yes. Well, I'm the president of the bartender union. I did get arrested yesterday. Um, you know, the workers want better wages, better safety protections at work, uh, you know, better pensions, and, uh, you know, safety on the job. So, you know, this is very important, and we will shut this city down. No. Well, I mean, I, I don't think those are uh, those are out of the normal things to ask for. I think that that is that is completely justified. And, and you got arrested. So was it like JP said, kind of like a little song and dance? What happened after you got arrested? So they arrest us. They put us in a paddy wagon. They take this a uh, few blocks away and they process misdemeanor, misdemeanor tickets for all the uh, arrestees. Oh, okay. So you got tickets. Okay. What, what's what's next? Is is there another protest coming up? What's what's next? What's what's the plan of uh, plan of attack here? What's next for you guys? Well, you know, we don't share plans of attack, but I'm sure there will be more actions as we get closer to deadlines. Well, hey, if you uh, if you, if you need us, let us know. Okay, Lana, we're here. Great. Thank you. I appreciate the support. Go to the workers. You got it. You got it. it that is just fascinating. We learned so much on this show. I love coming to work and learning new things. <laughs> As my uh, friend Michelle Williams would say, Foshes, Foshes. Let me let me press something. Let me press something really quick. Does that oh does that work? Hold on a second. Let me okay, take over a second. I'm messing with something because I'm I'm asking I'm asking JC for a specific sound effect for something that I want to talk about really Hold quick. Hold on one second. <laughs> I don't it. know if it'll work here. Try it right here. Uh, yeah, that works. Bottom right. Okay, let's try it. It's not exactly what I was looking for, but it'll work. It'll work. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? We have an announcement that we would like to make. Specifically, Steph has something that she would like to say. And now, presenting Steph. <laughs> what do you want to get off your chest, girl? Student loan payments are back. <laughs> and I am so stressed out because we had a few years off from it and they were going through the court system trying to fight it. We're like, yay, no more student loans. Come back. 
Psych, it's been declined. You have to go back to repaying, and it had started this month. Oh, man. I know a lot of people are stressing out mm-hmm. about that, that that came back, and there were, everyone was like, yay! No more student loans, and now, <laughs> just kidding. You've got to pay. This is Steph going to the mailbox. Yes. And I've been frustrated because now that we're all starting to get the millions of students that have or the, the, the people that have to repay, we're all calling like, how can I delay this? How can I? And my my issue is I thought I double paid for this month. So I'm, like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, I signed up for auto pay. But then I also paid for this month. So I'm like, I got to get a representative on the phone to try and figure this out. So I call and I call and I'm on hold. Guess how long I was on hold for? 73 minutes. What? Higher Jeez. or lower? Higher. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Were you on the phone for 90 minutes? Higher. Two hours? Two hours. Oh, oh my gosh. And I finally got someone on the phone. They were very kind. And I was kind back because I can only imagine the people that are behind the scenes in customer service for student loan repayments. And, man... She got me covered. She's like, don't worry. You weren't paid twice. You only, I only see one payment. And it wasn't late. I thought it was late because it was like after a certain time that they closed. No, you're not late. You're good. But your interest rates and so-and-so and this and this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But, man, it's been stressful. Okay, so does anyone have something that they want to get off their chest for stuff? It's that student loan payment suck. <laughs> to get off your chest this morning you can just vent you can just scream it out you can just say something like maybe it's an unpopular opinion do you have something you want to get off your chest this morning jc oh do you got one i gotta think of one i got a couple things let me try to narrow it down here mm-hmm. uh, yes i do actually have something i'd like to get off my chest <laughs> justin timberlake is the worst The more I hear about him in this book, the more I dislike this man. I told you before, I think he's incredibly talented, an excellent singer. I'll never take that away from him. But I didn't like him from the get-go. I always felt like a cockiness to him. I always felt like an arrogance. I didn't like how he handled the Janet Jackson thing. I always, I didn't like how he talked about Britney before this book came out. And now that we're hearing some of the stories, I'm like, nah, nah, I'm done. Uh Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. Foshes, foshes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I'd like to get okay, off my chest this okay, morning. I so like thank that. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, indulging me. I appreciate it. Okay. Uh-oh. Here we go. Here we go. If you are driving on the 215 or the 95 and you want to get into the far left lane, please at least, at least do the speed limit of 65. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. You are, if you're in there right now, you're in the far left lane, look, look how fast you're going. Are you going less than 65? Move over. Move. There are cars behind you. You're causing a traffic jam. It, it's a hazard to other drivers. Far left lane, 65 or higher. If you're going lower than 65, get in the middle lane or the right lane. That lane oh, is not yeah. for you. Oh, yeah. Foshes, foshes. Preach it, Michelle Williams. We all agree with you. Oh, my gosh. I was, it was yesterday afternoon. I'm on the 215. Like, why are we backed up in the afternoon? And, and I see six or seven cars ahead. I'm like, there's the one. That's the guy or gal, whoever's in that car. And everyone's trying to jockey to get around this person. Look, that person would just slide over to the middle lane or get to the far right lane. The speed they were going, traffic would have been cured. What do you want to get off your chest this morning? 702-364-9400. This uh, text says, 
I would like to ask people to please start using their blinkers. Small ask makes a lot of difference. Almost rear-ended someone this morning because they were too lazy to use their blinker. Oh, I didn't give them the fanfare. Sorry. Oh, but you but missed Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. We'll give you that, too. Yeah. Um, this one says... Uh, Wait. Oh, wow. oh, sorry. like to announce that I am no longer participating in the Raiders season. This team is horrible. Wow. Still young. I it's mean, still I'm time. not even a Raiders fan, and that makes me feel bad for them. <laughs> Hold on a second, Michelle. Where's, where's... Oh, yeah. Foshes, T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We've got Heads Up coming up here in less than 10 minutes. And when you win it, you get yourself some tickets to go see Awakening at the Win Las Vegas. Family relationships can be very delicate. Sometimes uh, you... Uh you lose touch with a family member because of some sort of internal argument. And uh, a lot of times they'll start because someone passes away. Have you ever noticed that? Like if someone passes away, then they were like the glue that held the family together. And now that they're gone, there's just a bunch of fights. I was talking to someone yesterday and apparently, apparently someone in her family just passed away <laughs> and uh, they're, doing the whole will thing. And there is this huge fight now in their family, not over money or houses or anything like that, but it's about a cookie jar. I guess grandma had some cookie jar that they just, they just all love and associate with their great times with grandma. And everyone in this family is fighting over a cookie jar right now to the point where they're not speaking to each other over this cookie jar over forget the fact you, you mourn grandma grandma's gone but they're now fighting over the cookie jar yeah has anyone ever gotten into a family fight over a either a will or something that someone wanted and there was a big fight over it and and what was it it's usually like the the thing you least expect 
not money and not anything super valuable, but something more on the sentimental side. 702-364-9400. Can anyone beat a cookie jar? I, I just thought that was so interesting. Well, you touched on this a couple of weeks ago. I mean, either you solve this issue or there's going to be an issue with your mother's ring. Yes, this ring, my mom, my mom's alive. Yes. And and for some reason, she loves talking to us about who gets what when she dies. I'm like, mom, stop talking about this. I don't want to talk about it. And she's like, I just want to make sure all my affairs are in order. I'm like, okay. So she was talking to my daughter about this ring she has. I have her wedding ring. She gave that to me as a birthday present. Like, I have her wedding ring. Um, She was telling my daughter about the first piece of jewelry my dad ever gave to her. It was this turquoise ring. They got it at like a flea market or, or something. And it, there's a little big sentimental value. She told her the whole story behind it. So Brooklyn's like, I really want this ring. And my mom told her, you can have it. As long as your mom or sister don't ask for it. Well, she told me and naturally I'm like, well, I want her to have it. So do I do I ask for it and then just give it to her? Or do I wait and see if my sister asks for it? So I'm going to ask for it, dude. I am going to ask for it and oh. give it to my kid. I, she wants it. I know, but my what if sister's going to get what if your so sister much? Wants I it, don't though. care. She you're gets gonna so take much it. stuff anyway. You're going to take it and hand it off. You're going to take it and hand it off to your daughter. Well, what if I really did want it? Then it would be okay. The fact that I don't really care about wanting it, but I want my daughter to have it. What? What's the difference here? What's the difference? What if your sister really, really wants it? She's been having it. She says she has not been vocal about it. She's, she doesn't put, have a radio show to be vocal about it. I it. would put money on the fact that she doesn't even know of its existence. But the second we bring it up to her, she's going to want it all of a sudden. Oh, That's one how of these it deals? Works. Yeah. That's how it works. Like, oh, wait, well, I want that. No. Like, I got my dad's car when he passed away. All of a sudden, she wanted it. Like, Dude, he, that was like the whole thing. Like I was always going to get that. He, uh, he had a gun. He left it for me. No, she wants the gun. No, 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 no. Like she wants everything that is for me. <laughs> well, there's different layers to it too. And you have to be careful that stuff too, because my grandmother, when she passed away, she worked the same crucifix every single day for the majority of her life. And that was something that my mom got after my grandmother passed away. It was on her the day she died. And I remember talking to my mom about it like a few years ago about expressing interest in wanting that. Like that's a very special piece to continue what, you know, grandma's uh, legacy. And my mom, she gave it to me. I don't think she told anyone else in the family. She gave it to me. It was Christmas time. It was a very special moment when she gave it to me. And I was so excited. And um, I put it in my bag, in my carry-on bag. And I remember getting home from Philly to Las Vegas. And I couldn't find the thing. You lost it. And it was sheer panic. Like, are you kidding me? I didn't tell anyone. I was searching high and low for like three days. Just could not find this thing. To the point where I'm thinking, okay, do I tell my mom that I lost it? Because maybe I left it behind. But I remember so vividly putting it in my bag. Or just don't put her through that agony. Just let her think I have it. But by the grace of God, I had found it. Oh, it, it was in my bag and it slipped out another point oh. in my bag. But I still, and I still have that crucifix. I wear it from time to time. But that was a special thing. But I just kind of went and tried to my mom. And, like, I, I didn't even give Jenny and John the chance to get that thing. I'm like, hey, you know. But you're, you're, you're lecturing me on giving my sister the chance. <laughs> and you did, what the heck? But I'm not going to pass it on to any kids or anything. It's going to be mine until the day I die. Well, uh, yeah, I think my daughter deserves it. Victoria, was there a family I, fight over something? In your family? Yes, um, a porcelain snail. Awesome. Uh, my grandfather passed away in 2000 and he collected snails. And there was this big one that I wanted to take to America with me when I was moving here. I fought with my auntie, my uncle, my 
grandma actually too. Um, my mom, my sister, everybody wanted it. I went, nope, it's mine. And I still have it to this day. Oh, you just oh. claimed it. Like you, there were, there was to be no discussion. Victoria was going to get the porcelain snail. Yeah, nope. I was I was gonna cut some teeth for that. <laughs> that I mean, I if you have something that means a lot to you, you I I get it. But like family fights are a serious thing. Someone just texted uh, said my sister wanted my mom's wedding ring, but because I'm older, I got it. My sister hasn't talked to me since she gave it to me. Oh, I can see how this stuff would cause issues. Yeah. Uh, Alden says, my sister and I fought against who gets the blanket that my great-grandma knitted by hand for us when we were younger. Dawn says, uh, Mercedes, I would do the same thing. Ask for the ring, and then if you give it to your daughter, let her wear it. Yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get the ring. I'm going to tell her I want it because I do want it. And then I will leave it for her. I will pass it down. But it's got to be mine. Does that make you feel better? It does. Okay. <laughs> Just for you, JC. <laughs> they give your sister that gun. <laughs> she can have that, honestly. <laughs> it's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Heather, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads yeah. Up? Yes. Let's do it. We have uh, two categories for you to choose from this morning. Do you want to go with United Nations or Painter? Uh, let's go United Nations. United Nations it is. United Nations Day was yesterday. These are all just different countries, okay? Okay. Different countries. <laughs> Who do you want to pick as your partner? You, Mercedes. Okay. okay. All right, Heather, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, you win, and you start now. Uh, this is where Sydney is. Uh, good day, mate. Australia. Yes. Uh, buongiorno, Naples, Rome. Um, Italy. Yes. Uh, Tokyo is in? Uh, China. No, Tokyo is the uh, white flag, big red. Uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh... Want to pass? Okay, yes. Th- this country is south of us, south of the border. South America. Uh, no, it's uh, oh, where... Uh, yes, this is, um, th- this is where... Uh, you know what, I'm going to pass that one. This is where we live right now. United States. Yes, this is... Uh, even though its name sounds cold, it's really not cold. Iceland. Uh, yes, um, this is where Athens is. Ten seconds. Uh, France. Uh no, uh the, the there's um the, the the old days uh the, the, oh my gosh yes yeah! oh, thank you yes! thank <laughs> you thank you you got it oh my gosh Heather congratulations thank you so much Woo! I like your style Heather it's like you had the ball and the time was ticking you're like I'm gonna make the shot I'm gonna wait for it I'm gonna wait for it boom and you did it there was like one it's, second it's, to spare it's so hard to describe countries really like I just oh man you really did a Good job, Heather. Congratulations. Thank you so much. The, the one you passed on earlier was um, Japan. Oh, my gosh. I know that one. <laughs> it's tough and you're on the air. The pressure's on. Yeah. But you, you got it, Heather. You're all set with your tickets to go see Awakening at the Win Las Vegas. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. 
she's talking about the Britney Spears book, her memoir, The Woman in Me. It just came out on Tuesday. Already breaking records. We're going to talk more a little bit about that coming up next hour in What's Trending. But your your wife, she downloaded the audiobook. Yes, yeah, she got the audiobook. I got home last night, and I hear she's upstairs doing some stuff, and I'm hearing like a, like a second female voice upstairs. I'm thinking maybe she's, she's on the phone or something, and as I go upstairs and get closer to the bedroom, I hear... Sometimes I thought they tried too hard to fit in. I hear One Michelle day, Williams. Jay and I were in yeah. New York. She downloaded the Britney Spears memoir. And, uh, Walking our way was a guy with a huge blinged out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine. What's up, homie? She's... I, I wonder when Michelle and Britney were meeting and they were talking about the story and if she's like, can you give me the inflection in which Justin said this to her? And if if that conversation was had or if she just saw it written on paper and was like, I'm just going to go with my gut on how this sounded. And that that was what came out of her mouth. Yeah. How does that work when people do audiobooks? Do they read the audio like book ahead of time? Because this is now like the obsession in our house. So, so Laura's listening to the book and I was doing some stuff upstairs and I was hearing bits and pieces of it. And then I kind of got hooked into the book. And then we had dinner last night. I'm like, you can put the book on if you want to. So we're sitting there eating dinner last night, listening to the Britney Spears book. And it's, it's still early on in the book. She's just now entered the, the Mickey Mouse club. And she's talking about Ryan Gosling and first meeting Justin Timberlake. But hearing Michelle, Williams read it there's one part she's reading something Brittany was talking about being a kid and performing in New York City with another girl and she and the other girl she's performing with is is Natalie Portman and Michelle Williams is like and the other girl was Natalie Portman as if she's reading it for the first time like wow you worked with Natalie Portman when you were a kid I didn't know that uh, but that's the obsession right now in our house that book is on that that's what we're listening to. That's like our house obsession right now is that Britney Spears book. Where yeah, your the whole house is infatuated with something. Sometimes I think that you know, like with us, our house obsession will usually be like our sports team if they're doing well. Like oh, Golden Knights are on tonight. Let's, uh, we got all got to watch the game. Or uh, the Nuggets just started. They just had their first game of the season, and we're big uh, Denver Nuggets fans, and so we're all like, Nuggets are first game. They're gonna give them the rings. We got to watch the Denver Nuggets. Like it's ours usually revolves around sports in some way, shape, or form. What's your current house obsession? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred was last night the game when they got the rings for the Nuggets. Oh no, it was like two nights ago. My brother in law. Apparently, 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 oh my gosh, I got to stop saying that. Uh, my brother-in-law, he uh, he got to put on one of the rings. I don't know which player he got it from, but he posted a picture on his social media of him wearing one. And that ring, I mean, gosh, between that and the Golden Knights championship rings, I don't know. I think the, the Golden Knights might have the edge just because the top comes off. Yes. But that <laughs> Never Nuggets ring is really, really cool. Do they have this the uh, the arena that they play in? No, it's just, but it's just, it's like square. And I was like, wow, that is that is a cool ring. I don't think I would w- ever wear my ring if I won a championship ring. It's going to get caught on everything you do. It's, they're so big. I would just be scared. Yeah, something happens to it or the, 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 the Golden Knights one, the top pops off. Like, wait a second, where'd the top of my ring go? Yeah, you're just walking along and you're like, is that a penny? Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, got 
20 diamonds in it. That's nice. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> it is the top of the Golden Knights Championship ring. Well, Mercedes, I can't wait. Are you going to read the book or do the audio book? I ordered it. I'm, uh, it should arrive at my house today. Oh, so you got hard copy. Yeah, I'm going to read it. Yeah, I'm hoping that it gets here today because I, I just keep hearing about little snippets and I am so into it. I'm so ready to read it. There's so many little nuggets that she drops and every time like we're listening to the book last night, she mentioned someone's name like... <gasps> Okay, it's a nice story about someone. Like, uh, like he's, he, she's dropping some dirt on people. She's telling the truth. Yeah, like I know she mentions Christina. I've seen some stuff about her. Uh, Jamie Spears. Oh, boy. He's not a good guy. Lynn really isn't either. Jamie Lynn really isn't either. Kevin Federline really isn't either. <laughs> Her first husband, Jason Alexander, really isn't either. Some bad stuff. Some bad stuff. She mentioned one guy last night, some, some actress she works with. I'm like, yeah. And then she's like, oh, he's a very sweet guy. I'm like, ah, oh, there's the guy. Oh, the one guy. <laughs> the one guy in the book. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Just announced the nominees for the 2023 Billboard Music Awards. I'll give you uh, one guess. On who leads the finalists for the 2023 Billboard Music Awards. Oh, would it be Travis Kelsey's girlfriend? You are correct. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Taylor Swift leads the nominees. Uh, She is the top finalist. The Billboard Music Awards are set for Sunday, November 19th. She's a finalist in 20 categories. Whoa. Yeah. What a year she had. It's been huge. Yeah. She's already the top female BBMA recipient of all time with 29 wins. She could surpass Drake to become the overall leader. He's won 34 BBMAs, and uh, he's actually a finalist for 14 more this year. She could also break Drake's record for the most Billboard Music Awards won in one night. Drake received 13 awards at the show in 2017. So let's go over your nominees for Billboard's top artists. So you've got Drake. He is nominated. Who do you pick for this category? You have Luke Holmes. Song is still top five, I think. Also nominated for top artist Morgan Wallen. Taylor Swift. Who's winning that category? And this is, what's the category again? Top artist. The big one. Mm, for me, it comes down to, because SZA had a big year in the charts, but so did Taylor Swift. This isn't Billboard Music Awards. They're basing it on actual charts. We can see the, the, the actual results. So I'm going to say it's going to be Taylor Swift. Yeah. She I owned the charts. I'm going to go with Taylor Swift on that one, too. Uh, SZA got a ton of nominations. She's going to be here in town this weekend over at T-Mobile Arena. Uh, she she ended up with 17 uh, nominations tied with Morgan Wallen. The weekend got 16 nominations. Uh, Drake and Zach Bryan got 14. Luke Combs with 20. And then 21 Savage, Metro Boomin, and Miley Cyrus got nine each. So... Those are out now. A lot of talk about the BBMAs this morning. Uh, also this morning, you, we were just kind of talking about family dynamics and getting in fights over things. And yeah, you know, you, family get togethers 
for the holidays can be either a beautiful thing or just a very ugly thing. And so it's not surprising that some hosts have already, they already have the whiteboard out mapping where everyone's going to sit because you just, you got to be careful. There's this new survey that's out on holiday gatherings and 59% of people say they enjoy hosting guests in their home, but 75% are stressed out about it. And the biggest concern is just making sure everybody has fun, uh, 32% of people get stressed out over that. A similar amount worry about what food to serve or having the house cleaned in time. But uh, it, it can be a stressful time of year. And it's, I mean, it's right around the corner. Do you have assigned seating like when you go to your mom's place? Do you guys have dinner there? Or is there certain spots where everyone sits? No, we don't. But like when at our at our kitchen table, we have our spots where we all sit. And so when someone comes, like my mom was recently here and she just, she didn't know, she doesn't know what our assigned seats are. Um, so she just sat at a spot and she sat in Brooklyn's spot. So Brooklyn comes to the table and my mom's stuff is already there. And she's kind of, she's like, I could see her face. She's like, do I say something or do I just sit in another spot? And I look at her and, and I just gave her the eyes like sit, sit in the other spot so then she just moves over and she plops down and she's just like i could tell she was unhappy the entire time <laughs> that's how it is like our, our kitchen table back home my, my mom and dad have had the same spot since as long as i can remember and then i've had i've had the same spot uh, since since the beginning and then there's that that fourth spot which was jenny and john would kind of sit next to each other and then jenny left and john took that spot and now john's out of the house so when laura and i go back home she gets that fourth spot that was either jenny or john's spot at the table but my mom and dad are always at the same spot and i get my spot when i return home but you know someone sitting in your spot when you're not there i know who's yeah, at my spot and, and they're probably like jc thinks that's his spot <laughs> that's really what's your uh, brother-in-law's name uh chris that's really chris's spot <laughs> chris is like jc's in my spot i know get him out of here <laughs> all right finally good thing you don't visit home very much so you I know. About <laughs> it's a once every two year situation. Well, you should go home this year. Are you going to go home this year and visit? Uh, we went home last Christmas and um, we, we're talking about it now. We'll see what we're going to do. We got to figure it out. Do it. Do it. I know. Steph, join in. Do it. Do it. Do it. It comes back to uh, it, the whole. It goes back to these dogs. Oh, it comes these back dogs. To the dogs. I know. For goodness sake, I'll watch them. <laughs> I'll take one. You take the other. Okay, that's they sounds can't good. Can't be separated. Wait, it's Jackson. Who again? Uh, What's the other one's name? Zoe. Zoe. Oh, I thought it was... I want the good one. I don't want the bad one. (laughs) (laughs) Zoe gave me heat for always, like, talking about Jax and never, like, posting about Zoe. Like, you never talk about Zoe. I like, Zoe's great. She's awesome. She's a wonderful chihuahua. She's great with naps. I love her so much. But it's obvious that you have a favorite. Yes. It it, it is very obvious. Jax! That poor dog. She's just like, what am I? What was I made for? She's singing the Billie Eilish She's song. Billy Eilish. Like, what is? Well, I was here first. This new kid comes in, and all of a sudden, my owner hates me. She's just like, oh. But Zoe runs that house. <laughs> this used to be my house. She's sitting on the. Uh, we play catch. She comes outside and sits and watches Jackson and I play catch. I was going to say she has that one single chihuahua tear, but we know chihuahuas. They just get that black stuff in the middle of their eyes. <laughs> okay, serious question. You give me the vibes that you would have one. 
Do you have a yellow pillow? No. I'm the opposite <laughs> of the yellow pillow. You don't have a yellow pillow? No. You I... give me yellow pillow vibes. No, what? You do. I, me who travels with my own pillows. I buy pillows. That, I'm, I'm, th- I, but I, that's why. Because like you want them to be your pillows. <laughs> so I picture them being like you're like, I have my pillow. If you don't know what a yellow pillow is, it's basically a, a sign of a well-loved pillow. It's a pillow that you've had for years and years. And over time, it's become discolored. It has turned yellow. Yeah, you you really aren't a yellow pillow person. As a kid, I'm as a kid, I was a yellow pillow person because that's because my parents never bought us new pillows. But I it probably maybe in my twenties and stuff. I don't know how often I was changing out my pillow. I was probably a yellow pillow person. But as I've matured and gotten older, I'm I'm changing out pillows. Really? I want a fresh pillow. Yes, pillows are nasty if you think about it. Every single night, just just drooling on it. But the- over time, it becomes. It's like I, it's like a cast iron skillet. It becomes seasoned and well loved, and it just it becomes the the, the sign of your rest, and you're going to be well rested because of your yellow pillow. No, it's bacteria and germs. I remember we did. But it's your bacteria. It's what, your germs. What if it's not there? Because I remember we did an Airbnb. This was probably 10 years ago, but the, the rule of this house was take the sheets off the bed when you're done and either wash them or put them in a pile. And so I remember we took the sheets off the bed, and the mattress was kind of rough. But I'll never forget taking the pillowcase off the pillow that I was using for two nights. And it was a yellow pillow. Well, like, someone else's yellow pillow is not cool. It's nasty. But your own yellow pillow. I don't want any yellow pillow. Steph, do you have a yellow pillow? Or are you, uh, are you, t- let me, let me just, let me, let okay. me profile you first. You are not a yellow pillow person. You are correct. I am not a yellow. Yeah. P- I just got new pillows too. Okay. Tommy Bahama. Ah, I try to get one at least once every two years. Fair? Ooh. Two years on a pillow seems like a very, very long time to me. But I do switch out my pillowcases at least once a week. You have to wash your pillowcases yeah. constantly. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, that, I hope yeah. so. I hold my breath for a second. Like, every like, two months, I change my pillowcase. <laughs> oh, no. I have to do it at least once a week. Sometimes I do it every other day. Uh, okay, profile me. Am I a yellow pillow person? I'm going to say you are not, but I think Matt's a yellow pillow person. Okay, Steph? Agreed, but I don't know about Matt. I think that your guest bedroom has a yellow pillow. Oh, you think there's a yellow pillow in the house? Oh, there's definitely one. Like, I feel bad for your mom. Then when she stays with you, she My has a yellow pillow. My mom sleep on a yellow pillow. Whose yellow pillow is it? It's <laughs> probably one of my old ones that I just transferred over there. Um, okay, so you're both wrong and you're both right. Um, I'm a yellow pillow person. How long have you had it? I love my pillow, but here's the thing. It's not like a normal pillow. It's one of those, like, it was a pillow I paid way too much for that you got where when I got my bed, they were like, you get this special memory foam Mm. pillow. And so it was really expensive. It's not just one I can throw away. And I've learned to sleep on it. So I love this pillow. I never want to get rid of it. It probably weighs 30 pounds now because of all the sweat and, and <laughs> dead skin cells. It's heavy, but uh, it just supports my head. And I love this thing. I, I take off the pillowcase every week to wash it. Um, and it's not completely yellow, but there are spots that are, I wouldn't even say yellow. I'd say they, they're tan. <laughs> Did we all have the yellow pillow as a kid? Like, do you remember oh, as yeah. a kid? I my think mom I... still has my yellow pillow, I'm sure of it. <laughs> she brings it with her when she comes to visit yeah, you, baby. <laughs> I love.
love when we talk about like all the just the difference in generations from Gen Z to millennials to Gen X to boomers. And there's there's quirks to each generation. And it's just so funny to watch my Gen X husband and my Gen Z kid try to have a conversation sometimes because so much is lost in translation. I feel like I have to be the translator sometimes between the two of them because it it makes my husband so upset when my daughter will say things in Gen Z terms because he doesn't understand it and he gets he gets frustrated with it. And uh, over the weekend, my daughter had her homecoming dance and he picks her up and he's like, how was the dance? She's like, she's like, it was cool. It was cool. And he's like, what kind of music did they play? And she goes, low key, the DJ was mid. And he goes, what does that mean? <laughs> and she goes, no, lo- like low key, the DJ was just mid. And she- he goes, speak English. What does that mean? And I go, it means that the DJ was just okay, hon. And he's like, why can't you just say that? Why do you have to use these terms? And he gets so, he loses his mind whenever she talks like that. It is the funniest thing. Okay, uh, parents of Gen Z kids or any Gen Zers out there, what's some of the slang that uh, maybe the, you, you don't catch right away when they use it? So the first the first part of it, I got the low key. I, I know that one. What was the second half of it? Uh, mid. Mid. I, 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 think, I think I deciphered it when you said it. Low key, mid. So I'm thinking middle of the ground, average is what we're going with. She's like low key, like... Hey, I'm just just between you and I. Yeah, low key. He was low key. He was low key mid. Uh, just just <laughs> so so, not that great. Um, she says uh, like I, I'm addressed as bruh. Like that's just what she calls me. She's like bruh. When are we eating? I'm like, don't call me bruh. She's like, bruh. I'm so tired. I had the worst day today, bruh. I'm like. It, that that's the one thing I can't take. I it drives me crazy. They actually have this on online. This Gen Z translator. I sent it to my husband. So like, if you want to say something to Gen Z, like give me a sentence what that you want to say to Gen Z, and it'll translate it for you, so you can talk to them the way they talk. Oh, uh, I'm looking forward to relaxing this weekend. Okay, I'm looking forward to relaxing this weekend. Um, if you want to translate that into Gen Z text. I'm so hyped to chillax this weekend. <laughs> I, chillax, I disagree. They don't. They do not say chillax. But I'm so hyped. Yes, she's so hyped about everything. Um, and then, oh man, she put she. You really put this in, Steph. How did you know this? How did you know that they say this? Ski. It's all I hear. Ski. Oh my gosh! From Sexy Red, yes. it's a song. Ski. There, here's the hook of the song if you if you haven't heard it before. Yeah. Everywhere I go, they're like in language terms, and they're like ski, and then they come back, they go ski, and I'm like, is this a language I don't know about? But all over my complex, I hear it. Do you guys know what g- gap means? Gap. Gap? No, gap. G-Y-A-T. Gap. Gap. Something's good. Like, oh, it's gap. No. Gap. Spell it again. G-Y-A-T. Gap. Get your attitude. A lot of people think it means something like, um, like it stands for something. And I think it used to stand for something. Uh, Like, what was it? I don't know. It used to stand for something, but now it doesn't. It, it, it's what you say when um, a girl with a large behind 
is around you. So like use it in a sentence. I'm the girl that walks in with a big big butt. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> going on. So if you hear someone with a say yeah, they're probably talking about you. <laughs> Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the hot topics trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix ninety four point one. All right, this morning. Who's trending? <laughs> Britney Spears <laughs> is trending. Where are you? I know. I'm like, where's my stuff? Her memoir, The Woman in Me, just released on Tuesday. Uh, it's just breaking all kinds of records. And Britney is thanking her fans. She said on social media, it's happening. My book is the highest selling celebrity memoir in history. And it's only day one. Her uh, Instagram says it all. She just wants to thank the fans. And she's just, it's, she seems like she's genuinely happy to finally get her story out there. She's also being supported by fans through Spotify and YouTube. But her library has received over 7.1 million streams just yesterday, which is the day after the book was released. And um, she's, She's she got twelve and a half million dollars for writing the book in advance, and that's pretty much going to be covered because she gets twenty five percent of the net profits on the sale of the book. And so far, four hundred thousand copies have been sold, but experts think that that is going to pass a million, no problem. Oh yeah, as more and more people are starting to read this thing or listen to the audio book and and tell friends about it, and the buzz continues, and it's it's so interesting that just the way she was treated. So she did a celebrity basketball game with NSYNC. This would have been like in 2002, maybe, at the MGM Grand with Destiny's Child. It was a big thing. And I recently had to find some audio from this game for something over at Channel 8. And I was watching when Britney went in. And I forget who the announcers were, but they were really coming down on Britney. And, oh, here's Britney. What are you going to do? Britney's playing basketball. Listen to her audiobook. She played basketball back in high school. She's a basketball player because of a basketball family. It's like she's just like all through her career. She was always like distant, didn't get the respect she deserved from people. Yeah, she was. She was always underestimated and overly criticized. And, uh, you know, I have to give uh, someone credit because uh, while everyone was all uh, celebrities were asked about her and then they would talk their trash like, oh, she's crazy. I don't know what's going on. One celebrity never ever talked bad about her anytime she was brought up and they would try to bait her and she never did it and it was Beyonce if you go back and there's a great article on BuzzFeed it shows this old interview where this this reporter or this this interviewer was trying to get her to say something bad about Britney like you know you and Britney are only three months apart why is it that you have everything together and she's just a mess and she's like she she has you don't know what it's like being a celebrity it's really hard mm-hmm. and she's like you you know i'm really lucky because i know all the people that are surrounding me and they have my best intentions uh but not everyone does that like she she was not about to take the bait and i just really commend her because she has always supported her yeah kudos to beyonce uh, diane sawyer she's still alive yeah and she i think she's in the book she too. is real yeah. well yeah the way yeah. she treated britney in this interview Terrible. she did and just britney was not ready for the stuff and it was just ah, it was just the environment back then was pretty they were savages yeah savages it was really bad well speaking of beyonce she is trending this morning she has officially unveiled her new fragrance it's called Seine noir it loosely translated it means this black in french the scent was crafted and designed by beyonce herself it contains some notes of clementine and golden honey heart notes of rose absolute and jasmine sambach um they say it smells absolutely incredible it's it comes in a chrome silver bottle which is kind of like a little nod to her renaissance um album and it's available for a hundred 
160 bucks. You can pre-order it now at Parfum de, uh, Parfum de, Parfum dot Beyonce.com. <laughs> and it's going to ship in November, just in time for the holidays. And then finally this morning, Ted Lasso and Barbie is trending. Uh, you got to believe the hit show is teamed up with Barbie to make dolls inspired by three of your favorite characters. There's a doll inspired by Ted himself, played by J- Jason Sudeikis. Also, the team owner, Rebecca Welton, played by Hannah Waddingham, and then the team PR consultant, Keely Jones, played by Juno Temple. You can buy all the, d- the dolls at Mattel Creations. The Ted Lasso doll is available now. Rebecca's uh, doll ships in November. Keely's ships in December. And that is what's trending. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Thursday. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Make sure you keep it here because Steph, she's going to stick around and get you through your work day. So don't go anywhere. Right now, though, it is time. Time for the line of the day. Well, this morning we ranted. We opened up the show and allowed people, including ourselves, to get things off of their chest. First, <laughs> the more I hear about him in this book, the more I dislike this man. I told you before, I, I I didn't like how he talked about Brittany before this book came out. And now that we're hearing some of the stories, I'm like, nah, no, nah, I'm done. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. Faux shiz, faux shiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nail in the coffin. <laughs> the sound effects of this morning, too. We had announcements to make. <laughs> well, that'll do it for show number 1946 of Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning on Mix 94.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.